show that the fans deserve. I'd consider myself a realist, all right? But in philosophical terms, I'm what's called a pessimist. The show that the city needs. This town deserves a better class of sports radio. And we're going to give it to them. This is Talk Sports. Leave one wolf alive and the sheep are never safe. Back in the booth, back on the airwaves, coming at you live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. John Reed, Cody McClure, Cam Black, as we kick off this spooky edition of Talk Sports. It is Friday, January 13th. That makes it Friday the 13th. How are you, Cody? Doing fine, John. Good to be here. Good to be anywhere. What's spooky about it? Well, it's Friday the 13th means that a big giant black cat could be lingering somewhere. Things could be falling oh, from the him. sky on top of you. I saw him. Or a big man in a hockey mask carrying a machete could be lurking somewhere in the woods back here. Superstition is so stupid. Okay. <laughs> Whatever it's you want to so say. It's so dumb. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. I've got my four-leaf clover in my pocket. I'll be protected against anything. It's so silly. It could be a little bit of a... I mean, it's fine. I don't want to call it stupid. If people have fun with it, whatever, but... It could be a little bit of a just a placebo effect. Put your four-leaf clover in your pocket, and you feel like, you know what? going to go out and have a lucky day. Mm-hmm. Hey, if I do this with my socks, or I don't know what other lucky things people have or superstitions people have. Socks? I don't know. People wear the same socks if they win or something. God, know. Americans yeah, are dumb. I know the British are just so much better. Well, funny you should say that. Guess what I just saw on BBC? <laughs> what did you just see on BBC? They had a doctor on uh-huh. that said, oh, no. and I quote, I-, I wish my friends would stop sending me this stuff in the group because it's, I, I don't know if I'm falling vict- victim to, I've talked about this before, but I don't want to fall victim to anti-vax um, misinformation. Okay. But apparently BBC had a doctor on, and he said that all these cardiac events, I don't know if you saw yesterday, Lisa Marie uh, Presley died. Some of these cardiac events, it seems, could be tied to the mRNA vaccine. And this, and at first I thought, okay, maybe it's just some, like, honky doctor from, you know, Birmingham or something. But it wasn't. He was Indian. The guy's name was Karthak. That's two letters from cardiac. It's a real doctor. This stuff is scaring me. What are you afraid of? Dying. I don't want to die. I really don't want to die. I don't know if you know this. I spent 29 years eating at Wendy's and... Dominoes and yeah, I know. I've tried drugs before. Uh huh. I know. I don't know the stress that my heart is under. I don't know how stressed it is. So if you were you to know drop know I mean? dead, if you were to drop dead the next couple of years, it could have been just a long time coming because you ate Wendy's and 
Domino's for 29 years. Yes, and did yes. Some drugs. And- I understand. I understand what you're saying. But if if that happens, I'll deserve what I get. But if it's because of this damn vaccine I got, we won't know. The information has changed so much. I mean, because if I, we, I, I'm not defending the vaccine or whatever. I don't care. It is what it is at this point. Like you can't get it out of you if you have it, and if you didn't get it, you're gonna feel like, well, I made the right decision because I didn't die or get sick, and now I don't have to worry about my heart being enlarged or giving out or whatever. But like Lisa Marie Presley, I mean, if you told me she had died at 54 and she was unvaccinated, I would have still thought, okay, yeah, people die at 54, and I don't know what type of life she lived. I don't know if she's the the beacon of health. I don't know what kind of well, her life dad she ate. Lived. Uh... Fried peanut butter and right did banana. a lot of drugs. <laughs> did a lot of drugs. So, like I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing she probably didn't eat all that well. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't well, know. Well, that's what I want to know. Like it because now it's when everyone dies of a cardiac arrest, they're like, oh, vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. And is that just Republicans pushing their narrative? Well, she got or, hospitalized. Like when I think of cardiac arrest, I think of like I mean I, I don't know how, how long was she in the hospital. Was she? Did she drop dead? Did she like they put her back to life? Like what? What? And then she just ended up dying in the hospital. Did she go into a coma? What happened? I don't know. She was in a coma at one point. So paramedics dispatched to her house following a report of a full cardiac arrest. Okay. So then, yeah, I mean, it sounds like she died in the hospital, but like Mike Leach died, Damar Hamlin came back to life. Mike Leach died of pneumonia. He had pneumonia the last year. He had a massive heart attack though, didn't he? But yeah, but he also had pneumonia the last year. And again, Mike Leach was sixty. Sixty-year-olds die all the time. Yeah. I, I don't mean. I, I don't want to just. <clears throat> I'm okay with you being scared. I'm okay with the conversations. Like I said, I don't really care if we die, we die. There's nothing you could do after you die. How do you not care? Because what's done is done. Like I said, you can't get the vaccine out of you. But there's so much life to live. Okay, like, but I'm gonna live it instead of being scared. No sense of being scared. You just live I your get, life, and if you I get that too. if you die, you die. No, you don't get it because you're sitting here whining. I'm scared. My heart's gonna give out because it got jabbed. It's just a narrative so people feel like they're right in their decision. Well, that's, that's why there's stuff could, on both ways. There could be some truth to it. I don't know, but if there is truth to it, there's nothing you can do it about hasn't it. Hasn't been proven. It's that's a, what I'm asking. That that's what I want to know. Why do you want to know? Is, why do you care? Why do you care about bad things that happen? I don't. You don't care about racism? That's bad things that happen, not happened. No, they happen. That's what I said. No, you yeah. said happened. No, I didn't. They're active. They happen yeah. now. Yeah. Do you care? About racism? It doesn't affect you. If it happens, it happens. What do you that's... mean it doesn't affect me? Well, that's what people you're saying. could be racist against white people. Uh, that's what you're saying is if it doesn't affect you, it doesn't matter, basically. What are you going to do if they tell you that the vaccine is going to make your heart stop? What are you going to do? I'm going to have that information. And what are you going to do with it? There's nothing I can That's do with it. That's my point. There's nothing you can do with it. Okay, but your racism, point, your there's point doesn't you can do stand. About it. There's nothing you can do about there's it. There's nothing I can do about it in my life. I can remove racism from my life. But, I mean, like, that's a stupid goalpost or straw man you're trying to no, use. No, it's not. It's yes, not it a is. straw man. It's, yes, it is. There's nothing. You, racism use, has nothing to do with what we're talking use about. Use anything else. Yes, use something else. Do you care about uh, climate change? There's nothing I can do about it. Yes, there is. And there's nothing I could do about it. No, there's not. 
it's a straw man for you to just say this one thing is nothing you can do about it. There might be things you can do about it. We, okay, but well, we again, we got to get the information. Well, again, that's why to, I want the information to, to try to, I guess, make you see my point. Climate change, racism, those are things ongoing. Those are things that you could, like you said, do something about. You Vaccine getting a, research is ongoing. And what's it going to do? They're not going to be able to take it out of you. It's That's not that point. simple. No, it's, no, 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 it's if, not. If, if the vaccine is causing your heart to stop. You're not you a medical doctor. You, you can't take a pill that's They're, going to say, well, the vaccine's out of you. Now your heart's good. Now. No, that's, if you that's ha- my point. The damage is either done or it's not done. No, there's if you not, have. Have you ever heard the saying, there's no use in crying over spilt milk? There's no use in crying over spilt this milk. This is way more serious than spilt milk. Depends. If, what if kind of rug was it on? We don't know if there's nothing you can do. That's why I'm saying I would like to have the information because maybe there are things you can do. Once you get the information, I mean, they got to do more research or whatever, but you might be able to get information like, yes, the vaccine's more likely to cause cardiac arrest, but if you um, stand on your head if and you, pat your belly, you'll be okay. If like, what you, are you talking about? You know, eat a lot of grapes or something. I mean, you don't know. I do. You don't know that for sure. I do. And until that information is presented to me, I'm not going to worry about it because. I'm not doing any research on it. You're doing any research on Mis- it? Mister, I don't worry doctor? about anything over here. There's, not, there's some things that are out of control. Let go, let God. Ever hear of it? Back to the superstition. I'm just saying there's certain things you can't you can't worry about because you can't change it. If you spend all day worrying about things you can't change, you just be worrying all day. I understand what you're saying. I don't think you do. I'm saying I want the real information. There, there's so much misinformation. Well, do you feel I a want little to complicit get the in it? real you information. And, you come on here and do the same thing that you're railing against. You I just don't claim to be a newsman. You just yes, you do. Well, <laughs> once an hour, twice a day, you tell <laughs> well, everybody you're the newsman. Well, that's yeah. I put on a hat for that, and it's the top of the hour now. So this is essentially the news segment. We don't do the news to start the show. And here you are, just making people scared, and you don't know if Lisa Marie Presley died because she was vaccinated or not. No, she was vaccinated. I don't know. I just want the information. That's all I want. I want the truth. I don't think you can handle the truth. We get it. You like movies. There's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. You eating grapes isn't going to stop it. It's not. I don't know. So just, I'm, I'm not worried about it necessarily. Well, so I'm scared just, on Sunday I, I don't start know. going to church. I don't there know. you go. Start going to church. Again, that does get nothing Get your life in line. The... That has have nothing peace. to do. You want to talk about straw man? What does going to church have to do with cardiac arrest? A lot of people that go to church have peace about what they're going to do when they die. You could say it's fake. You can laugh at them or not, but they don't sit here and be scared of death. Most people of I know, of course, they're scared. Uh, they're, most people I know that are religious aren't afraid of death at all. The whole thing's based on fear of going to hell, right? So then they feel like they're going to heaven, and then they're not scared anymore. That's exactly my point. Yes, thank you. I don't. See how that was your point when you said that. How is it not my point? The people I said that the are, whole thing's based on fear. You yes. said they're not scared. I said, yes, the people that are very religious do not believe they're going to hell. They believe they're going to heaven. Whatever. Therefore, they this, are not afraid of death. Straw man, this no, has not. nothing to do you, with heaven and hell. You just can't listen. Yes, it does. I am listening. It does. What, what are you afraid to listening. die? Are you going to miss out on your coffee tomorrow? I like living. I like For what living. reason? It's biological. I don't know. I was having that talk with some friends the other day. They're like, because my one friend was like, "Well, what's the point? Well, you know, what's the whole point if yeah. if if it doesn't matter and you just go into the ground and you're done? What's the point? I think it's in you somewhere. 
like biologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Survive, like if, uh, reproduce. Yeah, no, I understand if there is a, uh, a threat imminence that you see. If a wolf comes to the door, you're not going to want the wolf to eat you because you're going to want to live. But the wolf's coming, and his name's his name's Anthony Fauci, from what I read online. There you go, spreading more information. Well, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's true. I'm not trying to spread misinformation. Yeah. I just want the answers. Well, better chance of having heart problems from getting COVID than you do from a vaccine. Here's what and I'm from eating. <clears throat> that's been actually Wendy's, proven. <laughs> and from eating Wendy's and Domino's every day for 29 years. Yeah. So obviously you're not that worried about it. Listen, that's what I would. It's all theater. You're that's just all what theater. I would guess. You're just all theater. That's all you are. Just theater. What's that supposed to you mean? You fall for the theatrics. You come in here with your theatrics. At first, I wanted COVID to be bad. Then I'm scared. I'm terrified. Then I'm. Driving. I never said I wanted COVID to be bad. Yes, you did. You, you're that's you no, put that's you, you spreading misinformation. Both. No, you and Cam both said you wanted COVID to be no, bad. No, we did. No, we so did. So did Cody. Yes, he did. <laughs> Just because we quote you both like chaos. That's what you always say. No. You guys wanted chaos. You said specifically you wanted to see how bad it could get. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think sudden, I would have said that. And then all of a sudden, you came in here. You you, you hoarded all the N95 masks from our, our, our <laughs> healthcare workers, and then I did not. And then I had reports this is of misinformation. you. And then I had reports of you up until like six months ago, still driving around Nashville with your COVID mask on, just in the in the car, like a good little like a good whoa, little whoa, scene whoa, in, whoa, in, whoa. in your Uber. I got my mask on. What Get do you in. mean reports? I got people that told me. What are you talking about? You were about? still riding around Nashville in a COVID mask in the middle of 2022. Who? Who? Reports. I got friends in Nashville. Who? I got friends Who in Nashville. Who said that? A couple. Are you denying them? I, I would be very curious to know. Are you denying who them? Who said it and how they, why did they <clears throat> say it? Are you denying them? You and your little group. Are you denying it's them? It's so annoying. You and are your you, little chat room. Are you denying them or not? <laughs> yes or no? I've heard it. Have you heard a denial yet, Cam? Here's something Still that you don't one. know. I'm so cool. I'm so t- I'm just going to wear my mask. I'm scared. I was required to wear no, a mask. No, you weren't. Up and, no, you weren't. If you're going to spread, if you think I was one of these people that wore a mask after you didn't have to wear a mask. What do you mean have to wear a mask? That's not true. What do you mean have to wear a mask? As a driver of the Uber, I was required to wear a mask up Says until who? like... The, I got the, in with the, pl- the government and with, people. I got in with plenty of Ubers that weren't wearing their mask as early as 2020. And they get reported uh, because you never know if you're picking up a, a gun nut Republican or some or a filthy lib. You got a pretty good idea. You never know what kind of spectrum you're picking up. Which one like of these I, people? I feel like by the time you saw them walk into your car, you'd have a pretty good idea. Sometimes you have an idea. Yeah. You know, if the guy's wearing a Confederate flag T-shirt, you can probably take the mask off. Yeah. I just heard Cody if he's was wearing a, a rainbow little, T-shirt, you get a mask up. I just heard Cody was a good little mask boy. That's all I heard. What kind of <laughs> thing is that to spread? What? Who would say that? You what? said it earlier this week, dummy. No one told me. You said it yourself. That would be. That's so weird to me. You that said someone it yourself. Would no tell one, you no that. one told me that. You told me. You said it on air earlier this week. It was not week. 2022. It was. It was up until oh, so like now that he knows that I didn't actually get reported. Now, now comes the firm denial. I had the plastic yeah. shield behind me, <laughs> like because it came in the lift car I rented. Like I had to do what they said. Whatever you want to say, man. You got to do things in your job sometimes that you don't want to to make money. You know. Whatever you say.
You need to find some peace in your life. I think you maybe should start going to church a little bit more. I have peace. I don't think you do. You don't have to go to church. Stop with the religious. The, the, like the, I said, if you're the, afraid of dying, that's a good place to start. Stop with the, uh, the, the what do they call it? The propaganda. There's no propaganda. Propaganda implies false. I don't. You act like you got to go to church to have peace. Right. Everybody. I didn't say you have to do it. I just. I know said, a lot of people with peace who. Sure. I know a I've, lot of people at church find, with peace, and that's fine. Good for them. Yeah. I'm not disparaging them. You find yes, you peace are. in many ways. Well, you haven't found it yet, so I'm I meditate. Well, you started the show talking about being scared of dying, so obviously you don't have peace. I'm not scared of dying. I just you prefer- literally said yes. I'm no, afraid to die. No, no, no. I prefer living. I, I just want to live. Okay. Like good Charlotte. All right. I just want to live. I like living. I really do. Okay. I don't want to be dead. Because the pe- people that die, I don't like the way that they get talked about. It's just annoying to die. I don't want to. And I've told you before, the, it's the pain more than anything. Like if I go into cardiac arrest, that's the thing I fear is the pain. You don't understand. You don't know what it's like to be someone like me from the heavy set community because I'm more likely to get it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's why you're just losing me by talking about being scared because if you were scared, you wouldn't be so heavy set. I'm working on it, all right? All right. Well, then you could talk about it then. But I'm going to be angry if I change my life if and i do die. get healthy it, and then it's the damn vaccine yeah. that well, hit me again that's you know? what i'm telling you there's nothing you can do about it i let understand go. that let go and let god i understand that okay that doesn't mean i can't seek the information yes it, i don't need the information what yeah. you said was my straw man earlier is is my whole point is that like i just want to have the info i want to be able to put it in my brain so i can use it no, I can't change the world. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying there's nothing you can change about any of this. So worrying about it is useless. That's such a, a simple way of just yeah. uh, black and white. Sometimes just, simple's okay. Yeah, I, I know, but it's more complex than that. I don't that. think it is. These are complex matters. It's a good rule of thumb, Cam. If you're out there and, and, you, and, and you find something in the world that bothers you, mm-hmm. or there's something out in the world that bothers people, you have to ask yourself, does this bother me? And if the answer is no, I don't have to spend a second worrying about it. Yeah. Whenever everyone's arguing about certain things, I say, does this affect me? And if the answer is no, I don't care. Yeah. I just decide not to care about anything. I don't, I'm and not life saying. Life is very easy like that. Yeah. I'm You're not, uh, what, what's a, a nihilist. Yeah. Isn't I'm not that saying, what that is? I don't have a nihilistic approach. I care about some things, but there's certain things that's like, you know what? Doesn't affect me. Don't care. When people get up in arms about like gay marriage, guess what? Uh, and don't get gay married. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it's whatever. I'd probably be more on the side for gay marriage than against it. But like we the people know. who are against it, I'm just like, uh, it doesn't know. bother me. It we doesn't know. bother me. We, we heard about your, what they said on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying there's certain things in life I look at as like, doesn't affect me. I'm not going to spend a lot of time worrying about it. Hakuna Matata. Hmm. Hakuna Matata. Funny That's- how you can apply that in certain... Yeah, there are certain things Sectors, that well, there are certain things that bother me, and there are certain things I care about. And there are certain things I'm like, you know what? No control over it. I'm not going to spend any time worrying about it. Climate control is one of those things you talked about. There's nothing I can do to fix climate control. You, I'm not going to worry you, about it. You can. I recycle. You have a climate footprint. You can. Yeah, I recycle sometimes, but like I don't go out of my way. 
It doesn't compare to the corporation, so we really don't make a difference. Right, there's nothing I, I could do. All I'm saying is that you don't, I think with this, you don't necessarily know there's nothing you can do. For now, we know we, there's not. We need maybe more information on it, which is what, to their credit, is what the right's been saying all along. And they certainly want their credit. I can tell you that. They are craving their credit. We were right. We were right. I mean, we don't know if they're right. We don't know, again, why Lisa Marie Presley died. It seems... I mean, Celebr- people people have been going into cardiac arrest forever. Yeah, so yeah. celebrities have been yeah. dying at 55 or 54 that, that's, forever. That's like, really all I'm asking is, is it just normal run-of-the-mill? Are they pushing no, something? If, if a year from now we start seeing all these NFL players start collapsing on the field... And getting ran over and, and having, you know, cardiac arrest and being shocked back to life. Like, if we have, like, six or seven of those guys do that over the next couple of years, I'll stop and say, huh, interesting. Can you just do me one favor? If you see me— What else st- do you need from me? My God. If you see me start going into cardiac arrest— I'll start stomping on your chest. Yeah, just shoot me. Oh. If you I'll have a gun— I'll shoot you back in. I don't want to be in a coma. I don't want to be in a machine. Just, just kill me if you see it happening. If I, I go, go ah, if I, I start go, doing that, I'll hold you down. I'll put my hands over your mouth. Yeah, and just nose. just put me down. Deal. Well, this was not where I expected to start the show today, but Cam, you good? <laughs> yeah, doing right. well. R.I.P. Lisa Marie Presley. <laughs> Let's go to break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Cam, you uh, you heard anything about what's going on at the Dallas Zoo? I have not. Okay. I didn't know if you were in on it since you're our go-to animal expert. So I just saw a tweet from them an hour ago. It said, the zoo is closed today due to a serious situation, Ooh, which is pretty ominous. The Dallas Zoo? Yeah. Dallas Zoo on Twitter took Twitter just to say the zoo is closed due to what a could it be? serious situation. A code blue. Search efforts. Ooh. A code blue, which means a non-dangerous animal is out of its habitat. One of our clouded leopards was not in its habitat. Ah. Is a leopard dangerous? Clouded Those... leopards are smaller than like uh, like the African leopards you would you would think about when you kind of think of a leopard. I think they're they're one of the smaller big cats, so not a huge threat. But could it still get you? I mean, yeah, yeah, it could. But you cover yourself. Was it? I would think meat. like a, a grown adult though could fight one of those off to the really? at least the way it would run off. I'm not sure their exact size, but I want to say they're relatively small. Yeah, the pictures make them look pretty small, but you know what else are small? Well, these would look really small. I bet they're sweet cats. They're they're very skittish, so I doubt they would even, you know, be around uh, trying to attack you, but they I mean, I can't really tell without having one next to each other, but I mean, it kind of looks like the size of a bobcat though. Mhm. I would consider a bobcat a dangerous animal. They weigh about 50, 24 to 50 pounds. I would think you could survive an attack from something. That a 50-pound cat? Yeah. If you, yeah. If, if, I don't know if it's a male or female. Females are smaller, but... Um, if you get killed by a 50-pound cat, you don't deserve to be Yeah, alive. body length of 24 to 43 inches. How big like, do bobcats get? 80 to 100 pounds? I'd say bobcats can get bigger, especially lynx. Um... Adult no, males. no, bobcats only get to 35 pounds. Are we supposed to be afraid of bobcats? 
Or is it mountain lions where we start getting scared? Mountain lions, you'd be scared. Of. Bobcats, like humans can survive those two, I yeah, assume. Yeah, they wouldn't. Mountain wouldn't. lions are a lot like mountain people. They're they're a little different. Okay. Different breed. Yeah, mountain lions are, are a problem. You, you don't want to have a run-in with a mountain lion. Okay, so bobcats, Tough. we can take advantage. Yeah. We can we handle them. Yeah. Okay. So how is this a serious situation, Dallas Zoo? They just don't want people in there while this thing's running around. Because it could take out like a kid, you know. I, still think of a 50, I just don't think if a 50-pound cat got a hold of your neck, you'd be in for a fight, though. Hmm. I mean, you're definitely going to get scratched up. When <laughs> came and just was trying to get you down, felt like you were a prey and jumped on the back. Like you were yeah. walking, it jumps on the back of your neck, and the next thing you know, it's wrapped around you. Neck and claws in you. Ugh. That'd be one of the worst things to happen in Dallas. A 50-pound cat could, like, chew your juggler, right? I mean, yeah, if it got you, yeah, it, it could. But... I'm just wondering what the line is to being a dangerous animal. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I would not really want to fight an alley cat that was, like, feral and, like, no, wanted to get me. No, especially with the the claws. It would have claws that were never trimmed. Yeah. Yeah. Bobcats, 15 and 29 pounds. A cougar mountain lion gets to 75 to 180. Yeah, so you're in for a battle with a yeah, mountain, mountain lion. Yeah, mountain lion gets you. Okay. Last time some cat got loose in Dallas, the president got shot. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that was the last time a cat got loose in Dallas, though. A long time ago. Surely something else has happened. I was saying, oh, is there anything with the Cowboys playing yeah. like the Lions, maybe? Or the, they did beat the Lions in the playoffs some sort of decade yeah. ago or so. Siberian Tiger gets to 660 pounds. My God. Yeah. You ever been to Dallas? I have not. So I've never been to – I was going to say I've never been to Texas. That's not true. I drove through Texas to College Station for a day and then – or two days, I guess. And then got there late at you night. You wouldn't have gone through Dallas suburbs to get to College Station? I don't think so. I definitely didn't get a Dallas feel. If I was in Dallas, I didn't know it. I don't. I don't think I was. I don't think you have to drive. You would know it if you were in Dallas. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I was. So I could say I've been to Texas, but not really. Went out at a bar that night, went to the game, came home. That was kind of the the way that went. Business trip, big game, John. Heartbreaking loss. Yeah, yeah, but Alvin Kamara. What a player! Yeah, if he wouldn't have fumbled a couple of times, we might yeah, have won that well, game. yeah. I, uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel a lot of positivity toward Texas cities. I, I don't know. I've never. I want to go to some. I want to go to Austin. I've never been. A little bit of Tennessee breaking news. I don't know if you would consider this surprising or not, but Tennessee has lost a quarterback as. Four-star quarterback Taven Jackson has entered the transfer portal. I would imagine he ends up at Indiana. I'm going to take the old Phoenix route. Well, plus his brother played basketball there. I don't, I don't know if he's still there or not, but his brother played basketball there. It was really good last year. Is he still there, like that Jackson kid? I know Indiana um, basketball hasn't been very good at all this year. They've... It kind of sure. are a free fall, and it looks like we're headed for like a the jokes with you know the Kentucky Indiana NIT championship is going to be a banger, <laughs> going to be lit. Be but I know Jackson was like their best player last like year. Jackson Davis is that him? Oh no, it'd be a last name Jackson. Well, it was like it's like hyphenated. There's a Jackson oh, Davis. Okay, I, that, I think playing. that's him, that him. Yeah, that's him. Then. Um, let me see if he's still there because I remember that guy. Yeah, he was their best player. 
I didn't know if he was still around or not, but like that, that there's links. Yeah, Tracy Jackson Davis is still there. Okay, yeah, that, that's his that's brother. Him. He's a senior. Okay, so he won't be there next year, but. Well, he's got junior he eligibility. At yeah, least, I right? guess COVID year, everyone could come back. But, but yeah, yeah so maybe on his prospects within the NBA, I guess. Yeah, so people think maybe he ends up at uh, at Indiana. When you check Makes on sense. Indiana basketball's homepage on ESPN, it says Jared Jeffries, a winner on The Price is Right. <laughs> a new car. So I guess he uh, got to be on The Price is Right and win. Nice. That's kind of cool is for Jared Jeffries. Is that any legal benefits? Uh, well, Jared Jeffries is out of the NBA. Like He played in the oh, NBA for a while okay, like, okay. with the Knicks and stuff. So like he's retired okay. basketball players. So I, I saw people that were mad about that. That a millionaire was on there? Yeah. They're like, this guy doesn't deserve a car. Why not? He's because he, he, he made money, I guess. Yeah. He's not allowed to be on the prices, right? Just because yeah. he played a little basketball? I think so. That's what I don't know if people were really saying that. I thought I saw something that was like it was probably like one comment. Sean writes in, a friend of mine had a fifty pound bobcat as a pet. Well, if it move. wanted to tear into you, you'd be in for a fight. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a fight. I wouldn't say it's easy. But yeah, you, I'm not you, saying like you just slap <clears throat> that thing and put it. Put you it should down, be able to live though, right? Yeah, I you mean, should be able to survive an attack. A, a male adult human that is not mm-hmm. soft. Yeah, you should be. That able, has some type of skills. Like the cat would probably leave you bleeding, but if a, oh, for like, sure. like you said, Cody, if a 50 pound cat killed you. You probably didn't deserve to be living. It's yeah. like the guy that took out like, like the like young mountain lion and like the hiking trail. Like if a little cross country guy can survive a that like forty a, pound mountain lion. Yeah, you talking about you killed a mountain lion ended up being like a little like twenty pound yeah. kitten, right? Which, I was blown away with everybody yeah. when he first heard, when I first heard that story because yeah. that's the way they framed it. Like it was yeah. an adult mountain lion, and then once he comes out, it was a, a juvenile. You're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Still be scary. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Cats get, in general are scary. They just so. made the kill. I was just thinking, I want to get more cats. Do you? More cats? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind having a cat, but I don't want more. Cats. I want to get a couple more. Okay. And just have them all around. I think he's killing all if, of our birds outside and stuff. The the problem Decimating is decimating our population. The problem is for me though is I'm poor. I don't think <clears throat> I don't think poor people can have multiple cats without being weirdos. Like I would need a mansion to have multiple cats. Then if you a got a regular size house. Well, you got a regular size house. You could have two cats. That's well, not my house though. Why don't you but, live in a regular size house? No, because you got problem is whenever Miles <laughs> would evict you for having multiple cats and then you move into like a one bedroom apartment with multiple <laughs> cats, then then it would be weird. Well, the litter box situation though is like if you have multiple cats, you're gonna have you have to get them each multiple Litter boxes, or do they share one? I want to say my grandma's cats used to share a litter box, but I don't know if they all like doing that. Yeah, I think it would depend on the cat, I would feel like. Yeah. They got yeah, weird personalities. I just, I think in a big house, though, you, I, I like the idea of being a rich guy with, like, multiple cats. Having, like, 11 cats as a rich guy, and you just go into different rooms. See, at that point, I'd rather just There's one, another cat. I think I'd rather have just one if I was rich and have it sit in my lap. Yeah. So I could, so I could stroke it. It is nice to stroke a cat. Yeah. It's very, very uh, <clears throat> soothing. Love a good pussy cat. They're nice. Taven Jackson hitting the transfer portal means Tennessee's backup quarterback situation is in flux. I mean, from that standpoint, you're going to be, you know, an injury away from five-star Nico yeah. at this point. There's no more safety net for when it comes to that, like Tennessee's quarterback room. All of a sudden, feels a little light. 
Is that fair to say? You yeah. got two you feel pretty good about, but yeah, if they both get hurt, then it's uh, uh, you're up next. Uh, whoever, whoever, who's the? Is it be, would it be Navy Schuler? I, I don't know. Gaston Moore. I don't know if it, what their eligibility situation is. We had a Gaston, Gaston Moore. Moore. We had a Gaston Moore here this year. I don't know, you know, if he's still going to be around. But yeah, like you would ideally have three quarterbacks that you you know have on scholarship that at least have some type of aspirations. You'd think if you're Heath Schuler's son and you had to step in there, you'd you'd at least get some um sentimental love for a little while. Well he got he got like one snap this year and the ball went like twenty yards behind him. The it was a bad snap. So like he's in the stat book is like one carry for like negative twenty one yards. Not his fault. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's what the stat book says. The record book ain't gonna say not his fault. Like, what the hell happened here? So, I don't know if we're worried about, you know, second or third string quarterbacks at this point of the season. I don't know if this would open the door for Tennessee to maybe look at a transfer. I don't I don't think it would. And I don't think you could really convince anybody to really come in here to transfer to be your second or third string. You're not going to find anybody that's going to be competing yeah. for a starting job. So, like, I, I don't know who would be wanting to do that. It's the Nico and Joe show. I guess I so. hope it. I hope we do some stuff with Nico, like – you know how Florida used Tebow like as a freshman yeah. to do things? Yeah. That'd be cool if well, we had like some packages for him. Yeah, but I don't know if you could do that now if you don't have a another quarterback. Well, yeah, I mean you wouldn't want to get both guys hurt. If you have two quarterbacks you break in Nico in like a, a package and he gets hurt and then all of a sudden you have no backup quarterback, you're putting your whole season <coughs> in jeopardy. Do we worry about burning red shirts anymore? No. I don't. I don't think that's uh with the transfer portal. And like if you're talking about with Nico, like, I, that's a guy that I don't expect to be here longer than four years. I really don't expect him to be here longer than three years. Right. So I'm definitely not worried about a fifth year. Will he play three seasons? Is I mean, is he required to play? He's required to be here three seasons. Three seasons, yeah. But he only has to play two or one. If it, Yeah, if he redshirts one. Well, I mean, even if, yeah, even if, or if he doesn't play at all as a freshman. Yeah. I guess he would still technically redshirt. I but, mean, I mean, you have to be a junior or a redshirt sophomore with correct. another year of correct. eligibility. Yeah. yeah. Unless you, like, went to, like, a prep school or something. He didn't do that. So, we could, like, we could work him in, do some things with him maybe this year. Well, I mean, Joe got a lot of action this year and some blowouts. I mean, this Tennessee offense is going to be geared for blowouts. So, I mean, I would imagine that Nico will play, if I was setting the over-under of games, I'd say set it at five and a half. Four and a half, maybe. What if he's the best college quarterback ever? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd be nice. What if he was the best quarterback, college quarterback ever, but it was after he transferred because Joe won the job, <laughs> and then he went somewhere else and was the best college quarterback I'd ever? Be Georgia. So angry. <laughs> won three straight natties. Let's go to break. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. Back on the program, live in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios, Logan Quinton joins us, host of the Fan Run Varsity Spotlight and the, you said it's coming back soon, the, the 920 podcast, The Road to Omaha. Yes, sir. You ready for baseball season? You ready for uh, Tony V and the boys? <laughs> yeah, I could totally transition to the 920 podcast right now, but uh, trying to get some some basketball spotlighted out there locally before we transition, 
But uh, this is the time, you know, January uh, rolls around. That's what's so beautiful about college baseball because uh, when it comes to MLB, you're thinking, okay, spring training's still a month away. Uh, then everything has to get started after that. College baseball, man, it starts up next month. Uh, they, they get going on February 17th. Uh, the media in Arizona, right? Is that right? Yeah, they're out in Arizona in a really good tournament. Uh, the ML, it's formerly the MLB four. Uh, there's going to be some good teams out there: Arizona, uh, Fresno, Michigan State, uh, UC San Diego. Uh, it's going to be a really good tournament. Last thing on uh, some local basketball stuff. Uh, do we have any big prospects here locally this year? Any any so stars? A any, few of the guys. Any D one talent that the people can get out and watch in person uh so a few of the guys from last year that were rising they they didn't graduate but they were rising in whatever class they were uh went to prep academies right okay. so uh, but there's still there's some really good teams out there uh Carnes is really good uh fulton is really good uh alcoa uh there, there's a lot of good talent out there still here in knoxville okay <clears throat> So none of the big four stars like B.J. Edwards was last year. Right, you know? right. Okay. Blue Kane. Blue Kane was one of the guys at Catholic that <clears throat> that uh, would have been transferred. That. Yeah, that transferred out to a prep academy. Where did he end up committing to school? Is he committed yet anywhere? I, I don't think so. Okay. Trumbull Cookies, sponsor of the Fan Run Varsity Spotlight, as well as the Nine Twenty Podcast. Those look delicious. Although we can't find our cookie cutter in here. Someone has gotten rid of our cookie cutter. I'm sure Bear did something weird with it. You think it's Bear? That's your most likely? Of course likely? it is. Of course it is. Who else would it be? That's got that's got old cookie dust on it. There's bacteria growing. <laughs> There's bacteria on that. Oh. These are mRNA cookies. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> I don't know about that. I didn't that. get what the hell that joke meant. What Which, does that mean? What does mRNA cookies mean? That's what the vaccine was, mRNA. Oh, 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 it's like DNA, but it's not DNA. It's something else. What's the uh, what's the the only one? Hold on, I recognize a couple of those. One's a strawberry one. I've seen that one a lot. Um, the other ones that uh, is that like Cracker Jacks on top. We've seen that one before. We've seen the lemon thing before. So we've got the one you're, uh, the one you referenced, peanut butter cup. Yeah. So it has Reese's sprinkled on top of it. Reese's. Yeah, yep. we've seen that one before. What are the two? These the the closest the, to me. The big black one intrigues me with the Rocky Road. Rocky Road, and that's got what on it? Uh, chocolate cookie stuffed with marshmallow filling, then covered in semi-sweet chocolate chips and almonds. Semi-sweet. What's the? Is that like a fruity pebbles on that one? Uh, that's confetti cookie. Uh, burst of. Con- Confetti sprinkles and a fluffy sugar cookie topped with a swirl of pink vanilla cream cheese frosting. And then the chocolate chip is always yeah, that's the just staple. chocolate chip. Yeah. And don't leave out the lemon cheesecake here. Well, I noticed that one, but I, I've, I'm just saying I've tried that one before. So that's the, I'm trying to try them all. That's the six pack right now going on at Crumble Cookies. Yep. Back to the 920 podcast, back to Tennessee baseball. I'm, I'm getting in the mood now. I, I've got my, I was talking to people about season tickets, making plans for the yeah. games. Chase Dollander, the best player on this team. He's projected as a top three pick, right? I yeah. mean, it should be. Uh, him and Dylan Cruz will probably switch seats in terms of whatever projections you look at throughout the season. As long as those two stay healthy, that's your 1A and 1B in this draft class. Okay. I see that uh, I'm looking at a mock draft right now. I guess number three is Max Clark, who's a 
high schooler. Trip guy. Yep. Chase Dollander is uh, local. He See, pitches local. for Tennessee. He is Tennessee. I know that. I'm, I mean, <laughs> no, he's not he a local. From... No, no, he's not no. a local product. Okay. Yeah, he he transferred in from Georgia Southern last year. He was a freshman All American there. Him? And uh, well, we're talking about Tennessee baseball now. Oh, okay. <laughs> the nine twenty podcast. I thought we were talking about like high school baseball. Well, at number three, I mentioned Max Clark. He's a high school prospect. He's from Indiana, though. Okay. So no prospects here. We talked about prospect, prospects in basketball. He was because you know he does the fan run varsity spotlight. So we wanted to mention a little bit about the ba- local basketball. And now team. we're on the baseball. But podcast. now yeah. college. Then you talked about Up cookies. Level. You talked about cookies, and then I transitioned to that Crumble sponsors the nine twenty podcast. I yeah, I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. please please keep, continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I'm looking. Yeah. So then like you get down to I guess Paul Skeens. He's he's gonna be you know he's the Air Force pitcher that ended up at LSU. Two way so, guy. Uh, yeah. Our dreams of having like the number one and number two player or you know two top five picks kind of got stolen by LSU and Skeens ended up there. So LSU pretty loaded with talent. Oh yeah, they uh, they won the transfer portal. You know, in terms of you know that you kind of designate classes like a like an incoming freshman class. People designate transfer portal classes now, and they mm-hmm. uh, they won that with Paul Skeens and, and Tommy Tanks. You remember Tommy Tanks, Tommy White from North yeah, Carolina State yeah, last yeah. year, we, freshman we, burst onto the scene. We somewhat talked, uh, you know, maybe about getting in the mix there with him too. Although you know that wasn't as much of a need just because. Right, there's a little more traction with the Skeens thing. Uh, as it pertains to Tennessee, but uh, at, at the end of the day, he transferred to LSU. But a big factor in that was he got a chance to play at LSU when he was at Air Force, uh-huh. and that that environment influenced him in that decision. Yeah, I mean, he's looking like he's going to be, you know, a top three pick. He was an All American. You know, Tennessee, their crown jewel of the transfer portal, Maui Auna. He at least does show up in this MLB.com mock draft. He comes in at number eighteen. I, I, that was a little bit lower than I expected for him. Especially when you consider shortstop is a pretty premium yeah, position. Yeah, and he he's man, folks are going to be really uh, excited about watching his defense uh, out there uh, at shortstop. He's the most athletic shortstop, uh, you know, in my opinion, in the draft class, and he can hit too. He's good in the box. I think uh, it's going to be interesting uh, who they pair him with in the infield at second base because he he's a great short uh, shortstop with a lot of range. I know last year we had Cortland Lawson. Year before that, Liam Spence. Liam Spence was a sure glove out there, and, and could pick it a little bit. But Maui Ahuna is, <laughs> you know, a, a different class. I, I think we're going to see some big time gems out there uh, with Maui. Yeah. So talk Maui Jim. Get there. You go. Get, there catch you go, us, Cody. Up. Maui Jim. That's a good one. That's a good one. You should uh, go ahead and start getting some nil. <laughs> Oh, the NIL is going to be ridiculous yeah. with no, that I like guy. it. I actually think that one's good. Yeah. Maui Wings, Ahuna Burger, yeah. Maui Jim. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Web Jim, Jim. Gee, that's where I was going with it. Is that what you were going for? Hmm? Either way. I was thinking about those shirts. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jim, was you using it like as a G-E-M? Is that what you were using at Maui Jim? Well, that's what Logan yeah. said. Right, like right, a right. web He's gym. a real Jim. Yeah. yeah. The, but you said Maui, and then yeah. my brain just computed the two together. What is Tennessee losing on from last year's lineup? I know, I know the, the whole lineup. Staff, yeah, as we said, I know the pitching staff is pretty much still going to be intact, but like yeah. the the lineup, like I mean, you'll have Blake Burke, you know, still at first base. I would imagine, like you know, there that's a guy with a lot of pop in his bat. And then we talked yeah. about Maui Auna. I would imagine both those guys going to be. You know, I don't know where, do we know where Auna's going to bat yet in the lineup? Uh, I'd imagine the, he could be like top. two or like, three. Yeah. There. So what? It, 
early indications seem to be that uh, – because I know uh, Russ and the guys had Tony V on not too long ago, a little before Christmas, uh-huh. and Tony V alluded to the fact that uh, Christian Moore might be that leadoff type of guy. Yeah. And so if that's the case, you're looking at Simo, then Ahuna, and, um, you know, probably something in the – I think Burke, you know, obviously they probably want him batting cleanup or something. You I know. figured he might be fifth or sixth. Yeah, maybe Just, even fifth or sixth. That's kind of what um, I thought, but, I, you know. you know, If he gets his on base up there, I mean, you know, he's going to move up. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's still going to be an explosive lineup. Uh, we get a whole bunch of new faces. Yeah, whole new lineup, really, because when you think about Burke and the number of b- at bats he got, you know, he was just kind of pinch hitting, DHing. Uh, you know, uh, Luke was the full time first baseman right. last year, right. so uh, it's going to be a brand new lineup in terms of full time status. But uh, I think it's still going to be good. Are we going to hit 158 home runs? Probably not. But uh, you know, I will take if you. <laughs> it's the best weekend rotation in america and so i would what, t- four guys mentioned on all american because i mean even yeah. Cannon soul got mentioned as like he had some like, and you got to think about xander secrets yeah he was the midweek guy last year and he's a lefty that they really need uh i'm wondering if he gets some work out of the pen or something to really you know beef up that bullpen after losing guys like ben joyce and will mabry and mark mclaughlin uh south How- halverson the transfer from Missouri, he had to sit out last year because of injury. He's going to be full go, and there's pro scouts that just salivate over him. He's yeah. a hard thrower. Um, he could be a first-round type of talent. Yes, yeah, might be a season where, like, Tennessee just goes into every game hoping they can score four runs. Like, maybe that's, like, the goal is, like, get us yeah. to four runs. And even in college baseball where scoring is up, you – or, you know, compared to the major, scoring is up. You you look and just say, yeah, get us four runs of this pitching staff and the bullpen – should be able to hold most offenses under that. Yeah, give me the best pitching staff. If if you say, "Hey, we got to go to Omaha tomorrow," you have no clue what this lineup's going to do. But you got you got this as the weekend rotation and your pitching staff as a whole. I'll take that any day because uh, this lineup, once you get as the spring goes on, it's going to be able to bat with just about anybody. I think. Yeah, Tony V's earned that kind of, you know, the the benefits of the doubt when it comes to uh, just kind of plugging and playing. I mean, that, yep. that's kind of what last year's baseball team was. Like, right. you lost a lot from the 2021 team, and then in 2022 you just had, you know, a whole bunch of new guys that came in and won SEC or at least competed for SEC Player of the Year or, and, you know, looked around and you hit, you said, what, 150 home runs and scored a bunch of runs. So until we have a lineup that can't mash – and, yeah, it helps a little bit that, you know, Lindsey Nelson is a little bit of a launch pad. It does help a little bit. But, like, until we have a lineup that can't score, I'll, I'll give Tony the benefit of the doubt that he is, you know, going to be the Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, always going to have a loaded team type of coach. Yeah, we were sitting here this time last year thinking, man, what's this lineup going to look like? You knew the key cogs with Jordan Beck and Drew Gilbert, but nobody knew what Trey Lipscomb was going to do, that he was going to be in the running for SEC Player of the Year. Um, nobody knew that Jorel Ortega was going to go off like he did. Yeah, that was my favorite player last year. So, um, I mean, I'm excited to see who those cats will be this year. Um, Griffin Merritt is the one to watch. Uh, he's a transfer from Cincinnati, was an all-conference player there. Um, he's going to be a steady presence at the plate. Um, but the one I'm really, really looking forward to, if he takes that next step, is Zane Denton. He's going to be the guy manning the hot corner at third base transfer from Alabama, 
he's got uh, – he can really take that next step and, and be a key cog in this lineup. We are a month and four days away from the beginning of the 2023 baseball season. The 920 podcast, is that a separate standalone feed? Is that on the Fan Run radio stream? What is that? No, it's it's all tied together. I okay. mean, we're uh, we're going to try to do Spotify this year. Uh, we didn't last year. But, uh, yeah, it's in the – the Fox Sports, um, Apple, and SoundCloud feeds. Okay. So uh, be That's sure. You and to... Charlie, right? You and Charlie do that. Yep. Together? Yep. We're gonna run it back. Couldn't find a better co-host. <laughs> a month and four days away from playing out in Arizona. Is that like a weekend tournament? Or are we just playing one game? Will we get multiple it, games out it's there? It's no. It's just a weekend. So uh, we'll get multiple games. You, each team plays. Yeah. Yeah. It's multiple games, but it's uh, it's just over the whole weekend. Like. Uh, Thursday through Sunday. Okay, I was just looking because yeah. 17th Sunday, right? Or, I mean a Thursday. 17th is listed as a Friday. Here. Yeah, That's okay, so it's Friday, so. Friday through Sunday. And then we had a quick turnaround back in Knoxville playing A&M like two days later, so I was wondering like how much they would actually go out there and play. But okay. Yeah, I think start they start out with Arizona – uh, yeah, then they yeah. play Grand Canyon. It didn't have the – it just has Arizona and that's it. They play Grand Canyon and then Sunday – can't remember who's Sunday – slate is but the the grand canyon uh game uh that's they're actually a good program we'll talk about grand canyon some other yeah time. i don't need to get to a grand canyon preview <laughs> right now tell our friends about crumble cookies and uh, where they could find some of these delicious treats yeah so uh clinton highway obviously that's become our staple in terms of the store we we stop at and get the cookies uh but the newest location is out in turkey creek at uh parkside drive be sure to go check that out. And then there's another one uh, in build-out close by, and we'll we'll keep you updated where that location will be. A cookie empire. Is it like a mystery, like a secret? It's not a secret. Okay. It just hasn't been announced yet. Relax. By the way, if you're going to be my local expert, Logan, I, I thought Blue Kane had committed somewhere. He committed to Georgia Tech. You gotta, he, he signed. He's, he's a Georgia Tech guy. You, you got to – I'm not. I'm not a basketball guy. I got it. You're the basketball guy. Well, so you're a step like ahead said, of me. So I it's thought, not, no I thought surprise. I'd seen he committed somewhere, and he's signed, and he's headed to Georgia Tech. So I would also like to just give a personal thank you to Crumble Cookie for doing this all year. This is what a sponsor should do, the way I see it. They're a good sponsor. They're probably my favorite sponsor because they give you free cookies. Well, yeah, I mean, that's nice. They go the extra mile. They give us a box of cookies every week. That's true. Who else does that? Name another sponsor that does something better than what they do. I'm not going to say they do something better. I, I did get a whole, like, holiday treat box from Gramco. I got a lot of gummies and, like, <laughs> I didn't. weed stuff if you want. I don't uh, like You know how I am with that I'll stuff. I'll bring them to Cam. That stuff makes me crazy. You take a couple of gummies, eat some cookies, you'll be living, you'll be living high. It's a combo. Logan, appreciate you for stopping by. The Fan Run Varsity Spotlight, the 920 podcast. We'll talk to you again in a couple weeks, I'm sure. Thank you. Hour one of the books. We'll go off hour two of headlines. Some breaking news as we head to break. Bear says, no, I did not take the cookie cutter or throw it away. No. I think I Russ I think Russ or Marcus may have taken it home to wash it. It was it was nasty as hell, he says. He's so mad. Hour two coming at you. It's talk sports on fan run radio.